All right, welcome in everyone. This is season two, episode six of our podcast. We've got Pelm and Hannah here with us. How are you guys doing what up, what this up? evening? Hey, 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 so good, man. So good. Yeah, wonderful. Well, I hope everyone's right, having a fantastic week. We're hitting the end of October. Uh, fall backwards is happening to us soon. So that extra hour of sleep is that this weekend? Yeah. No, sure. it's this weekend for the UK. And it's the following weekend for the USA. Hell yeah. Looking forward to that. We've got week game week six action for the EPL. We'll be on later on with a special super secret guest who's, you know, one of probably 10 people that you could expect to be joining us. And we've also got our normal NFL slate. Guys, you want to nice. start us off with uh, your lows of the week, Pelham? Let's let's start us off low and then we'll build it up as usual. Pelham? All right, Adam. Yeah, definitely. Happy to help. So my low of the week, unfortunately, was losing my matchup to Jake Johangin. His team didn't do particularly well. They were in the mid-80s, I want to say. But uh, once again, my team, well, we've improved. I, I got to the 70s this week, which is something. Losing that game was disheartening. And I could have won if I had just stuck to my guns and played either Matt Ryan or Youngway Koo. Anyway, is I it, it. That's it, my week is that the second straight week you've lamented about not playing young way correct i really fucked up <laughs> <laughs> i okay. literally would have won that's sure yeah. sure you would have anyway anyway and you didn't even bid high enough for him is that correct correct and we'll talk about it in the waivers but then jake cucked me and picked him up for eight dollars was a lot for a kicker though i think we we can all agree i mean hannah will tell me that's not that that's much not for enough a kicker. it's not enough okay anyway that was my low of the week adam all right. My low this week uh, has been, you know, guys, I've been really enjoying this fall season. The weather's been getting a little cooler. Things have been good, except this weekend we get Big Ten football back. And unfortunately, that means that we lose another like three to four hours of our Saturdays to watching football. So the weekends have gone to from relatively productive and they're just only going to get worse from here. So I didn't really have a lot of else low for this week. So that's kind of my low. It's just not looking forward to losing out on more of my weekend that way. I feel like you're phoning it in a little bit. Isn't that a high of the week? I believe his low was that, wow, boo-hoo, fall is over and Michigan football is back. Yeah, uh, um, this is bullshit. That's I'm correct. I'm, that I'm phoning it in. Yes. Bring, bring. Here's a real low of the week, okay? All right. For the record, I scored the third highest number of points this week, and I still lost because of respect <laughs> to Frank Zoo on his revenge Invest. He's on his revenge tour. Yes. Um, and that's fine. I respect that. It's an L4 streak that I'm about to yeet out of. Um, but okay. also discovering that I have the second highest number of points against me this season. Can y'all chill the fuck out? Nah. Okay? The only person with more points against me is Jake. And there's only a three-point difference. So I'm going to need y'all to just take it down a notch. So in in the terms of getting low, do you consider yourself more of a Lil John or more of the East Side Boys? Like of of Lil John. And and Jake's the East Side Boys? Correct. He gets more low than I think you would agree. Yeah. Okay. So I would say, what? Um, Oh, okay. (laughs) What? Okay. Yeah. Other than that, look, there's allegedly a debate on tonight. I refuse to watch it because fuck this election cycle. I'm ready for it to be done. So, yeah. Make sure you vote. But, yes, please vote. Vote or die, y'all. <laughs> vote early and often. Yes. So, <laughs> we, uh, we're we going to be moving on to our highs this week. Pelham, what do you have? 
for us in store. Speaking of getting low, my high this week was watching David Mace's team just absolutely implode. Watching him set the low score for the season and lose was, uh, that's all I got, man. The king is dead. That king is dead. It's very true. My high this week is just uh, commentary. I, I mean, clearly I already had one high, but my other high this week is about the overall trade market. I, I will say, like, I'm very pleased. There's a lot of discussions around trades going on. We've had a lot of trades as well as just, I, I know everyone's in the market for trades. Jake has been looking around. Hannah's been looking around. Other people have been denying it. Robert fucking loves a trade. Just saying, guys. I was say, what are you, the new robber? It's just uh, a little yes. bit more fun. We've got a, a healthier trade market out there this year, and it's uh, I'm feeling good about that. Ooh! Hannah, what's your high this week? My Ooh. high this week is actually trade-related. Jake really tried to trade Melvin Gordon to me, like, really hard. So in retribution, I just proceeded to waste his time for probably hours. <laughs> I mean, he might still be dreaming about the bullshit trade propositions I sent him. Would you, would you um, say... So all I'm saying is... To all of our listeners, if you would just like to send Jake some fun trades of the goodness <laughs> of your heart, really bamboozle him this week. That'd no, be no, really no. fun. He is in desperate straits right Hannah, now. Hannah, what like, you're he telling you anyone. Hannah, Hannah, you're very specifically telling everyone not to do that, right? Like, absolutely. We would yes. hate to see if people did that, and that would be a terrible it thing for people to do. Would be a shame. Hannah, can I just ask, because as someone who has had Melvin Gordon proposed to him on four separate occasions, <laughs> did he want Robert Woods again? Oh, you know he did. Oh, he you know, I have, I, have a, I have a suggestion for whenever Jake tries to uh, trade you Melvin Gordon. I would suggest instead that you get drunk yourself and drive him around the block without trading him anything. Ooh, sounds dangerous. Our lawyers are telling me that um, they actually cannot let that allegation stand on this podcast. Um, we must refute yeah. it. We do not recommend drinking and driving. Click it or ticket. Um, Thank you, Nitsa. Do it. Yeah, the yeah. corporate uh, office of the general counsel is, is not endorsing that statement. But I'll tell you what, I did actually have a dream last night that Jake traded the Indianapolis Colts defense to Frank Zoo? Your dreams are boring as fuck. Yeah, Jesus. You, I, like, I fly chicken. sometimes, Pelham. Oh, no, but no, no, don't worry. Sometimes, but see, I was lucid. So I was kind of influencing Jake and telling him, like, ah, ship out your defense. Like, Pelham, this. It was I a wet dream. Pelham, to be I, I don't need I to be a lucid dreamer in order to influence Jake. Come on. Like, you can get to this level while, That's while right, Adam. awake. That's right. You're you're more of a real world Jake influencer. You know, I you know. care about results. Jake influencer. <laughs> So we'll move from that discussion into a summary of our week six scoreboard. A quick rundown. We had Frank putting up 146 points. Absolutely annihilating. Damn. Annihilating Hannah this week. Hannah, how does that make you feel? Uh, <laughs> yep. Okay. Thank you. Again, <laughs> I I love Frank Zoo, four and two, five and two, whatever and two he wants to be. But <laughs> yikes, y'all. This was disappointing. I had the third highest score. Fuck. I would have beat anyone else. All right. I took care of David Hins out of a poor showing from Aaron Rodgers. Jake put up a 13 point victory on David Hins took care of himself. Let's be clear. Yeah, very true. Jake putting up a 13 point victory over the newly named Palliative Care Trading Company. Dick Dick Goose giving some dickings down to the goat, Walter Payton. And Brandon Hansley taking care of David 
Mace. I again, I don't really think Brandon did anything there. I look, he showed up and he did well. Uh, Brandon it takes some time. You yeah. mean? Oh, I thought you were talking about Mace. And I was like, what? As in, he literally showed up. Yeah, when the game was decided. <laughs> Correct. He played nine players that weren't on yeah. by. Good enough. Well done. From that, we can move on. What are our shreeders of this week? Who's been doing crazy stuff? Who's been successful? Hannah, start us off. This is a tough one because, honestly, I don't think anyone really deserved it, but I will give it to Hens for spending the big bucks. Jake was talking mad shit about Woo! spending all of his Woo! money on Jarek McKinnon, and look what happened. He lost by, what was it, Pelm? $3? I think it was a $4 bid gap. $4 bid. Hmm. That's a bummer. But, you know, we love to cook Jake at every opportunity here at the uh, Lobe Pods, so that's what we do. Got him. Great. Pelm, what about you? Well, for me, I'm going to say that uh, Robert is my Shreeder of the Week. I think he's really revived his team. He has quite a nice lineup. I've looked at it. Uh, one of the best. Um, and he's back on track for the playoffs. He's still a game behind, but I think he's trending in the right direction, and he's got some good matchups coming up. Uh, so Robert is my uh, he's got a huge game right. this week against Frank. All right, good to know. My shooter this week is going to actually be Jake. He pulled out the win against the trading company themselves, as well as he didn't trade. He he specifically messaged me multiple times to figure out if she should trade Julio Jones at multiple instances, as well as trading for uh, Clyde edwards Elaire. Considering the trade for Clyde edwards Elaire 15 minutes after the Le'Veon Bell news got announced and almost fucking that up, but he didn't, Ooh. as well as almost fucking up not only not, not starting Julio, but trading him away entirely after Julio, or right before Julio's 20 to 25 point game. So Jake managed to uh, do himself one good by not actually trading someone and look his team's not that bad guys he pulled out the win but is that really jake being the shreeder or is it you telling him what to do and he did it you know some would say really that any good credit. any good musician is, stands on the shoulders of those who came before them and you know in that way jake did you come before jake i mean i've won this enough that yes jake You're is a, a little post mature if you will uh, all right no more reason to burrito around the bush we're gonna have our tacos of the week hannah do you have one for us this week <laughs> the answer has never been clear um <laughs> it's mace i think we might need to do a wellness check on him because i haven't heard a peep out of the man who has had a lot to say this season so far Woo. how about you Pelham? absolutely agree uh david mace is the taco of the week i think it's unequivocal he is the founder and CEO of the 50-point club. All-time low score for the season. I think we should do a wellness check. I haven't heard a damn word from him in like six business days. Well, okay, I think from, from what I've heard, he is also considering building his own computer. So I think he's uh, taking up hobbies and, and looking to reinvent himself the way any true man who's been through what he has been through would do. Uh, he's my taco sense. this he week. find other ways to spend his time. Yeah, uh, he is my taco this week. Second taco this week, just a little bonus sprinkling of a taco is uh, the, the lettuce, the shredded lettuce, if you will is uh, Pelham for not naming his team Palliative Care. I think that was the easiest slam dunk pun in the world that you just kind of missed right there. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to run that through the focus groups, Adam, and I'll get back to you. <laughs> All right, thank you. Pelham. Not everybody's at your pun level. Yeah, it's true. Uh, so, And, you know, Pelham, personally, I'm not at your level of modeling. So please do us a favor and take us down the catwalk in the transfer market. Models. 
Oh, hell yeah. Let's talk about this transfer market. So this week was a little bit interesting because most of us are basically <laughs> out of money is what I'm noticing. Right? <laughs> but we did have a few very interesting pickups uh, and David Hinn's finally putting his free agent budget to good use. He picked up Jarek McKinnon. He did, as mentioned earlier, beat Jake by $4 on that bid. So well done, David Hinn. That's a nice pickup. Hannah and Adam, you guys were a little below market value at $14. Uh, but, I knew know, it. You know, that, that's, that's okay. You got, you, got a, you got a risk. You have to get the biscuit. There's no, no, nothing lost from putting in a bid, right? <laughs> but I'll tell you what. Jake did get his own back when he picked up Boston Scott for $11, beating David Hinn's on the tie break. <laughs> So that was that was good. One of the most interesting things, and Hannah, I'd love to get your input on this one, <laughs> is Jake picking up Young Wei Koo, a kicker, for $8 this week. I think that's the most I've ever seen anyone pay for a kicker ever. Isn't he averaging like 15 points a game? Pelham, are, you just, Pelham, are you just triggered that he picked up Young Wei Koo after two weeks of you not picking him up? A little bit, Adam. Fire's <laughs> remorse. He did get him for 8 bucks. Hannah, you bid seven. He just out, he edged you. I was, I was willing to pay the bucks. I saw what he scored. Yeah, I bid five, but that clearly wasn't enough. Mm. And then the other thing that was coming in hot was a little bidding and buying of defenses. As people start to go on buys, a few people don't have defenses this week. I did manage to pick up the bills for $5, but if not now, then when? So I got to spend my money. It looks as though... Maybe the Chiefs were added by Dick Dick Goose yep. and a bunch of other defenses might have been picked up after the fact for free. I was going to say, um, I picked up the uh, the Eagles. I believe Jake picked up the 49ers. Eagles, a good pickup. 49ers, a good pickup for the rest of the season. Well, I think Hannah did a great job of picking up uh, Hayden Hurst on the next day of waivers for $0. I think your tight end situation, that, that's, a, that's a decent upgrade. It's pretty tight. I think, yeah. And tight, tight. Oh. Tight, 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 yeah. Um, and we'll see if we'll see if Brandon actually plays a tight end against Horrible. me. We got Mike Gesicki on by, but I don't, I don't know, I don't know. He, he usually picks one up. Adam, you picked up Gronk. Yeah, so I Adam, you picked up Gronk. That's a choice. yeah. So I had Evan Engram in there for tonight's game, which yeah. was fine, and I, I I'm probably okay playing him. There's a chance that Noah Fant's gonna play, and I saw today that he had a practice report saying he had a chance to, and Gronk has a Sunday night game as opposed to a Thursday game. So I'd rather give more time. And for me, Gronk and Engram are essentially equivalent, as in they're both long shots to score serious points. But does Gronk have a party cruise? Yeah. Or sorry, does Engram have a party cruise? I mean, I don't... During this economy? You know Gronk would still do it. I mean, he Ooh, lives in Tampa now. In the vid. He, lives in, he lives in Florida yeah. now. Thank Ooh, you, Adam. That's true. That's true. All right, so that's pretty much it on the uh, free agent and waiver wire setup. Quick check-in on the Eliminator Challenge. Oh, both David Hins and David Mace. Both David Hins and David Mace won this week. Uh, uh, but once again, they picked different teams, so that's promising. David Hins picked the Dolphins, and they did win handily. And then the Ravens for David Mace also got the win. So the David Bowl continues into its third week. Fuck. Good luck to both competitors. We'll see you on the other side. It's all David Mace has to live for at this point. <laughs> it really is. Uh, it's his new hobby. But it's all David Hins has to live for as well. So... We ought to have a good competition. Very true. That brings us to our last segment for the NFL portion of this show. We've got week seven previews here. We've got our matchups. We're going to predict them and see if Hannah can make the long-term comeback. Checking in on the scores. We've got myself and Pelham tied at 18 
correct guesses out of 25 and Hannah sitting at a lowly nine. Hannah, did you get a single one last week? I did actually. I got one. Oh, okay. Thanks for asking. Um, <laughs> Hannah, there there is no below, coming back for this. How are you this, below really 500? Oh my God. Wait, but below 500 last oh week? Yeah, but she, she's going further below 500. <laughs> okay, so our first matchup this is my week. that we're going to have this week is myself against Jake. I've got myself in this one. Uh, I think it's going to be closer than you might think, uh, given the amount of whining that Jake likes to do. But at the same time, I, I think I'll pull it out in the end. Whining and dining. Hannah, what about you? I actually think Jake in this one, because low-key, there have been some offers of collusion. What? So we'll see if any of that comes to fruition. I'm sorry, what? How about you, Paul? Hmm? Well, we're going to breeze on right on by that one. And I think that Adam is going to win this matchup. Presumably, Adam, you're going to send Jake a message telling him what lineup to That's play. Correct. He will play it and, and he will lose. That's so correct. Adam's going to I mean, this. I to be honest. I mean, if you lose from Puppet, that's just I mean, sad. to be right. honest, he doesn't really have options for me to pick from because <laughs> a bunch of his players are on by. Uh, okay, he's in by. All right, though. moving along. We've got Hannah. You're up against the probably the best matchup that you could have right now. Hannah, you've been raging against your team quite a bit this week, saying that you hate your team. Your team sucks. You can't do any better. But you're playing David Mace this week. Do you have yourself in this one? I do. Um, I've spent quite a number of days going fishing for compliments. Okay. And uh, I hate to quote Adam, but your team is fine. Also to quote Jake, your team is not bad. Also to quote Pelham, what are you worried about? So, to be clear. <laughs> I guess I would have to back myself. Because all of those are better than how I would currently describe David's team. Correct. Yeah. Pelham, you as well. David's team is a dumpster fire. Yeah, for, for uh, now. Hannah's going to win this. Hannah's going to win this. I mean, he might come back. He'll turn it around. Having Dalvin Cook on by, plus Eckler still in the IR, I think this is not, you know, David Mace is still in it to make the playoffs. Let me be clear. But this week is not going to help his case. Yeah. Hannah, you're going to pick up this and get yourself maybe back on. I was going to say, yes, he's, sir. he's still at a technically uh, 56% chance from Fantasy Pros. Uh, so I, I do like his odds. He's got a good record going in, but I also have hand on this one. Dalvin Cook being out, Austin Eckler being out. I, I just don't think it's right for him this week. Worth also noting the news on Austin Eckler. Also the rise, the rise of Christian Kirk. Uh, Pelham, this is, uh, has never heard this, is, uh, this is my prediction, not yours. So thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I continue to think Mesa's team is not bad. The news on Austin Eckler is actually that his coach ended up saying that he's going to be back later as opposed to sooner. So I don't know what that means, but David Mace, take note. Third matchup. This is Adam just trying to fluff up the trade value of that Chargers running back. He oh, yeah, that, very true. Whatever you very say. That's what uh, our third matchup that we're going to be predicting here is Pelham against Brandon Ho. I've got... Brandon Ho in this one. I think that he's going to take care of Pelham. Pelham continues to bust knees and ACLs and all of the like. Uh, I think Brandon's got Chris Carson back from bye, so he's got a really solid running back core, and I think he's got this one this week. Pelham, what about you? Do you have yourself? I think Brandon actually has too many good running backs. He might want to consider. I mean, are you trying to know, trade right? Brandon got, uh, for a running back? Hey, Brandon, do you want Kyler Murray? I'm available oh, for running backs. Lord. You're available for running I am, backs. I am ready and willing. <laughs> he's actually going to have to bench a good running back this week, right? He just doesn't have enough spots because he's got Carson, Drake, Davis, and Elliot. Yeah, I mean, 
Oh my Pelham, God. I, I'm uh, familiar with this. How, it's how I usually feel, Pelham, having to having to venture running no, back. No, absolutely not. But I mean, I'm going to back myself. I think once again, I've managed to eke my proj up over 100, which is something. And if not now, then when? I've paid the money for the Bills defense. Hey, Hannah, Hannah, can you confirm that by not getting Young Way Koo, Pelham's losing this one to Brandon? Is that what you're feeling? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, no. So here's a long standing theory I've had about Brandon's team. He's actually like consistently pretty good. Oh yeah. I think he's going to make playoffs, no question. Remember, he made the championship last year, I think. That's correct. I think he did. Like, he, he's good. Quiet in the thread, no chance he listens to this podcast. Not at all. But if you are out there, Kyler Murray is better than Garner Minshew. So I'm yeah. willing Stop. to make not not worth him same as Kyler Drake. No. Anyways, maybe Mike Davis. <laughs> Anyways, our DM fourth me. matchup is going to be Peter Smith against David Hins. Pelham, who are you predicting this one will go to? I am going to go with Peter Smith, the GOAT. Go, go. Uh, I think David Hins, his team's just not good, man. I say it every week. I mean, I don't know. Did he get a win last week? No, no, he didn't. Hins, no, I, I beat him. I got to go with the GOAT here. But he's doing some weird shit again with his lineup. Like... <laughs> You remember when I said Jimmy G was a weird play at quarterback? I mean, correct. I don't think he has a – no, he picked up Ben Roethlisberger. That'll, that'll, that'll work. But I think – I forget who he's playing. I, I, I'm worried about Peter Smith making some weird choices. I am going to pick him, but again, it's like – it's going to be closer than it needs to be because of some weird decision-making. Like playing Chase Claypool What's uh, wrong with over that? Mike Evans. What's wrong well, with that? I, I, I'm just saying it's it's – He's definitely a bit of a contrarian when it comes to his lineup. And yeah, uh, so we'll, we'll see. I do think he'll beat Hens because it's not hard to do. That's true. And I do think that he is going to win this week. Injuries are stacking up for David Hens, losing Miles Sanders this week, already having Nick Chubb yeah. being out. Uh, I, I don't really think that Hens takes this one, uh, despite Aaron Rodgers probably turning it around this week. And uh, I think they have a pretty good matchup, but not going to do it for me in the end. Hannah, do you have your dad? I do. I <laughs> I will say I did offer to send him a trade. Again, Kyler Murray is very much on the market for those who are oh, unsure God. of uh, his Just status as far. Go. Um, I did offer him a trade, but he is a man of principle. He refuses to trade quarterbacks when he can stream them instead. So just let it be known that I tried. I'll take Kyler Murray. Okay, your team's shit, Pelham. We're not going to talk about that. Um, But yeah, goat all the way. (laughs) Like I said, that was my high this week is the trade market is very hot right now. There's there's a lot of discussions going on, and it's providing some quality entertainment right now. I heard Jake made some trade offers to your father as well this week. He did. You know Uh, anything about that? I believe my, my father's response was, LOL. Or if he knew it, <laughs> LMAO. And, and to be clear, I did also tell Jake before he sent those offers, Jake, Hannah's dad will not trade you. He doesn't have the same values to players that you do. Whichever one of you guys is right, because Jake was like, can you send me the trade values? And I was like, well, they're a week old, and it's not going to be accurate for your trade anyways. You'd also have to backdate your Fantasy Pros info to the 2016 fantasy season to get uh, a truly yes, yes. accurate projection of their values. Are so, we still so in standard, more. Hannah, or would I have to switch to PPR as well? Who's to say? <laughs> He's got the right idea, though. Yeah. Don't don't let Jake have a free lunch. It's, it's not. Don't let Jake have any trades. 
That's the answer. Correct. Our last matchup this week we're going to be going to is a matchup of Hot Boys from week five, six, week six. This is week seven. Uh, we've got Frank Zoo heading up against Mr. Robert Pan. Hannah, who do you have in this one? There's only one answer, Adam. Frank Zoo, five and two. Frank Zoo, five and two. Frank Zoo, five and two. Pelham? Yeah. I, I'm going to have to go and be a little bit of a contrarian What's uh, this week. This is my pick. All right. My upset of the week. Robert Pan is going to beat Frank. It's going to be close. It's going to be controversial. There might be some stat corrections. But I think Robert's going to win. When I think some of the, the matchups that Frank's players have, they're a little bit sus. And it's time. I think it's time to break out. Four and three, Frankie. Four and three, Frankie. Four and three, Frankie. See, Molly agrees with me. So, well, that's my pick. I don't agree with you, Palm. I still think that Franks ah. are hot. I think despite some tough matchups, I see the Chiefs going into Denver, which is uh, Robert's entire team, to be clear. Uh, and they don't necessarily have the, – the Chiefs just held the Pats to 12 – 12 points it seems like or sorry the the broncos, the broncos yeah, yeah limited the the pass to 12 points i i think the the chiefs have the, the decent defense i don't think they're going to be going crazy and with the potential of Le'Veon bell this weekend being incorporated eating away at some of uh clyde's time um, i i have uh i have frank with this one okay okay so that'll be the end of our nfl segment of this show and we'll uh move right along to the epl All right, welcome back to my favorite section of the podcast, EPL time, baby. We have a special guest joining us today from across the pond, one Henry Stennett. So welcome, Henry. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. So for American audiences, I thought we'd do like a quick little interview of Henry just uh, so you guys know a little bit more about him. Um, So Henry, tell us about yourself. Oh, God. (laughs) i am a man that much is indisputable i'm 27 years old at this point if i was a footballer i would be in my physical prime <laughs> do you do you still consider yourself in your physical prime no <laughs> i if I if I've already hit my physical prime, it's disappointing. So I have to assume it's still like five, ten years down the road. I'll be strong. No, Pelham is shaking his head. Great deal. Uh, it can't be that from here. What what is your relationship to football? To football, um, actually, I, I feel like a lot of the time British people accuse Americans of being like plastic fans. But I only really got into football like seven years ago, seven, eight years ago. I spent all of my childhood thinking it was stupid, along with all sports. And instead, I would read books like a freaking nerd. (laughs) Um, uh, Yeah, and then I just started watching it because some people in my lab were really into it. They got me to play fantasy, and then I started actually watching the games to get better at it. And then for some terrible reason, I decided to support Arsenal because they played pretty football. And it's pretty much just been like eight years of pain. So pretty shit, pretty me. shit team to choose. <laughs> um, now, that is a rough choice. <laughs> now, Henry, uh, you know this makes me especially annoyed that you didn't watch football, you didn't follow football, you didn't play football, and I called you up to the college team, <laughs> right, 
the, the starting eleven, we were short. And I said, Henry, come and play multiple times. He said, Nah, I don't, I don't, like <laughs> I don't do football. Or a fantasy guy. One year later, he became this huge football geek. Arsenal playing five aside. Literally the year Pelham left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did it mostly just to annoy him. I actually hate football. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. So if you weren't an Arsenal fan, who would you support? If I wasn't an Arsenal fan, I'd um, pick a second best. I think when I was a kid, like really young, I used to support Liverpool because of Michael Owen, and so I, I wish that Ooh, I, I yes, I wish that I had continued that as an adult because it would be better than this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I do. Jake is a Liverpool fan, though, so you've you've avoided that. Liverpool fans are pretty unbearable. Um, well, yeah, <laughs> fits the bill. Confirmed. Yeah. <laughs> I also quite like the fact that Pell's a big Man United fan, and Man United are, and Arsenal are, are very similar points in their like decline. Are they coming back up? You never quite know. So it's quite an interesting team to follow. I think never are, a dull moment. Never a dull moment. I was say, how are you feeling about Arsenal this season? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that nope. Thank you for your answer. <laughs> Are you on that Arteta train? You're like, oh I, yeah, uh, take it to the station. I think he looks really good. Um, I think the team isn't great. I think the Meza Urzel thing is bizarre. Yeah, they Arsenal fans always say it's the hope that kills you. Like every season, I'm like, this is our season, and it always goes badly. So, like, I'm trying not to get my hopes up too much. I, we won. That's we a very British cup. thing. So. <laughs> Community shield. <laughs> it doesn't count as a trophy nice. unless your team wins it. <laughs> All right. So I guess as the as the resident not know about EPL person, like give me like a 20 second summary of what the first like what is it, six, seven weeks? I don't even know how many we've played. What has it's happened? Seen... Summarize the meta. Uh it's been unlike any season I've seen so far. Uh and I think any season in a long time. In that, like, all the teams who should be doing really well are inexplicably imploding. There are more goals than there've ever been. No one can defend anymore. It's actually kind of exhausting. <laughs> imagine, imagine if you were a Man U fan. Oh God! <laughs> it's also like American football. There's a lot of scoring, not a lot of defense. Is it? True. Maybe it's the same everywhere. Are there crowds in American football yet? Or is it uh depends on the stadium. There's more and more. I would say like half to two thirds of them now have crowds, but they're usually limited to five thousand people or something, which okay. are just gonna be the craziest people anyways. <laughs> is there much of an atmosphere with that few people? So they, they pump in crowd noise. Oh. But I've heard well, some... the stadium. Yeah. What? And the cast. Um, I think if there are fans there, they're not allowed to pump in crowd noise, but they also pump it in. They do like reactions the same way that I feel like the EPL does. Um, I forget what else. But so then for the Premier League, they're like they're mixing it so you can hear it on TV, but they're not pumping it into the stadium. That seems mad. I think they're pumping it in the stadium, and it's like limited how many decibels it can reach, or something like that. Okay, if I'm not mistaken, but. Maybe that helps the players a bit because I feel like in the Premier League they're just like losing concentration because it's so quiet. I don't know. I've I've listened to a couple interviews with NFL players and they were saying that like there is no like there's no difference for the players themselves. Like the obviously like a super super loud crowd and you can't hear yourself like that's different. But as far as the intensity that everyone's playing with, there's really no difference. Okay, but. All I know is when Chelsea played Tottenham, they played that fucking glory, glory Tottenham song <laughs> for like <laughs> 90 minutes straight. And it was stuck in my head for like three days after. I was like, no. That's how they get new fans. Yeah. How they get new fans. I hate Ooh, an earworm. Ooh. 
<laughs> Unless you're in fantasy, now, because uh... does Sam support Tottenham? Sam does support Tottenham, but like very ah, loosely. Yeah, what a weirdo! Yeah, yeah, he's heard of Tottenham. I, yeah, I used to like yeah. Tottenham when they had Pochettino and like a young, exciting team who looked like they were going somewhere. I know. And now they've got like sports. Mourinho and just like old players who should have done more. I really despise them. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> I hate Mourinho. Oh. And I just, they just seem, they're the evil team in the Premier League now. They're evil. Harry Kane. I love Son, though. I don't so even sweet. love Harry Kane I... anymore. Son's evil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, he's not. Man City is still the evil team, I think. That's, that's. Man City. It's capitalism in a team. Yeah, come on. I guess so. But they're not like individually evil people. Well, <laughs> I mean. I feel like Mourinho's trying to forge them into like an evil team of like bastards. <laughs> yeah, they're too soft. They're literally too nice. Too nice. <laughs> I need to get hard. Oh, I don't like it. All right, so we mentioned. <laughs> All right, last thing. So we mentioned fantasy, Henry. What is your like? What what is weird in EPL fantasy right now? Like, what is unusual um, for the season? Like, is the market all over the place? Is like are more things viable? Like strategize i think i'm normally quite good at fantasy um i tend to finish like top of the leagues that i'm in at least i've been getting better every year none of this is true (laughs) absolutely hot garbage (laughs) pelham is hashtag in it to win it pelham's an old Uh, man he's a trump supporter Uh, You're not wrong. I just, it's, a, it's a lot more pr- unpredictable. Like, you can pick a team that seems really solid, and then some unknown person scores like four goals. Um, there, there aren't clean sheets anymore. It's just a nightmare, really. Um, I'm not enjoying it. <laughs> is it? Is it because you're going to stick with it? I will stick with it. Yeah. I guess maybe it's more fun for the casual, but I just feel like I'm putting all these like long-term plans in place and they just are immediately scattered um, so stressful have you used your wild card already i used it in week two <laughs> <laughs> it's okay it's okay i used it a week four i think i just had I like a, a rage week. quit <laughs> that's okay respect, respect. don't we get two wild cards we get another one in january i think jesus this yeah. league goes way too long <laughs> yeah this is the reason oh, I normally yeah. win is because no one else bothers to stick with it. <laughs> no, by, by like week ten or twelve, most people just they're done. They're out. They're yeah. done for the year. So those who stay will be champions. Simple as that. Anyways, All right. Hannah, where well, where are we at on the standings? So I'll give you a quick rundown of the week six standings. Jake is still on top with uh, twelve points. Can somehow. I just can I just comment that funnily enough, funnily enough, he is walking alone. In first place, has twelve points, despite being named. You will never walk alone. How the fuck do you yeah, beat that you when he captured Kane? <laughs> it's so annoying. So second, we've got Oliver with nine, making big moves to the top. Slabhead. <laughs> we've got Henry in third with nine points. Does that mean Oliver beat Robert. me? <laughs> oh, he did. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we've got Robert with nine points. Uh, in fifth, we've got Amy leapfrogging me with a crushing victory over uh, Frank's Red Hots with six points. Uh, Pelham also has made some leaps and bounds, also with six points. Let's go. 
Uh, we got the 85 Bears with six points. And then the Dregs, the relegation zone, is Adam, Sam, and David Mesa, three. And with zero wins thus far, we've got David Hins. Right. David Hins, check your team. <laughs> check your team, this like David Hins. This is like the fourth time Helm said that. <laughs> One day he'll check. To be clear, the relegation zone is the bottom two, right? Well, what do you get relegated to? You get relegated to <laughs> relegation. Duh. We're going to make a second league. <laughs> the championship. <laughs> oh, I can't believe Millie right. Pelham fucking beat me. What a rush. He did. <laughs> got slapped. Oh. His team is not even that good. That's what it irritates His team's not that good, but somehow. <laughs> uh, breaking news. David Hens just shot an eagle. Cool. What? <laughs> what does that mean? He played golf oh. and hit an eagle oh, two nice. under par on one hole. Break, breaking news. Thank you. All right. So we got some matches to watch this week. Not a ton going on, but importantly, Manchester United and Chelsea are playing each other. Um, a matchup of questionable defense is the best. So that should be interesting. I have a question. Y- yes, Adam. What, what, Please ask your question. What flag will be flying at? Two eight nine four Westchester. That will be our Biden flag oh, okay, as we okay. are twelve days out. Ah, good to know. Thank you. <laughs> he did get three of those numbers correct, but not in the right place. I don't know. Yeah. Two nine eight zero. Putting that on the public podcast. No, 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 no. All right. Well, uh, ooh, anywhere sell a man you flag nearby? Amazon. Ooh, we'll, um, we'll see what happens. Other than that, Arsenal is playing Leicester City. So, um, any feelings about that, Henry? I'm scared. I'm always scared. Um, <laughs> is Vardy going to play? I wouldn't be surprised mm-hmm. if we lost that one. Is it Leicester um, like every single player on their team hurt? Yeah, and somehow they're still doing pretty well. Uh, <laughs> is Aubameyang hurt? No. Mm-hmm. No. Is he? Did no. he get hurt tonight? No. No. no he's, no, he's, he's just, just like, just, <laughs> why is it he's in doubt in my mind? Paranoia. Drip feeding it to me. <laughs> He's a ghost now. <laughs> I mean, he has been this whole Didn't season. Didn't die? <laughs> Every time he walks onto the pitch. Just a little um, bit inside. Hopefully we get something out of that. But Arsenal at the minute basically are getting better at defending but can't really attack. So I'd be surprised yeah. if we what get something What do you think the final standings for Arsenal this season? Where do you think they'll end up on the table? I think top six... I think it's it's an interesting season because it's so chaotic. There's like a chance for someone to sneak in. Like an amazing season would be if we got top four, but it's hard to see it with the current squad. I have, I have a hot take. When people say that they're going to end up top, like something is top X number, if it's not like a five or 10, like very like what's common out there, isn't it saying like top eight, basically saying seventh or eighth? Because otherwise, if you thought they were going to finish top six, you'd probably say top six. What? <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good. What? I think that's a good cold take. Just, just uh, put that I think Arsenal there. will finish eighth. It is cold and bad. Cold and good. <laughs> I never told I you the uh, the answers to those takes because I thought they were all really good. <laughs> <laughs> and they were all very hot takes. <laughs> I thought they were all hot and good. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> High average one was spot on. There's no, yeah, that one was good. All right, so we'll transition into hot boy predictions for week six. 
So uh, I guess I'll go first. So my pick for this week is villains, specifically Jack mm-hmm. Grealish or Ross, the budget option, Barkley. Well, uh, I'll give a slight edge to Barkley because he's on loan from Chelsea. Um, but Villa somehow in second place. Don't know how. Don't know why. <laughs> but I'm here for it. And will I probably regret having three Villa players on my team? Yeah, almost definitely. But you for now, three, three Villa players. <laughs> <laughs> <Respect>. Look, <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Respect. I think you got to go wow. balls to the wall. A wise man told me that. I mean, to be fair. That's right. This is what I'm doing my wild card. <laughs> I, I'm sure it will backfire. To be fair, if you're Henry, the villains are actually not Aston Villa players. They're actually Tottenham. Tottenham, yeah. Yeah. So um, just to, I have yeah, I bought two this week. So. <laughs> um, <laughs> let, me, let me piggyback. Right, let me piggyback off of Hannah's because mine yeah, also okay. is Aston Villa, but specifically their defense. Because I was looking to make substitutes this week and – I have no idea who starts on their defense. And I tried looking something up and they were like, oh yeah, they're changing out their defenders. And there's like 10 of them and they're all priced the same. And I don't have the effort to look at who's actually playing. So one of them is named Target with an extra T. So I'm going to pick him. Thank you. Why would you pick Mings? He doesn't know things. That's why. <laughs> I mean, Mings was the expensive point. I'd rather not pay 5 million for a defender. So you guys are like three weeks behind me calling Emiliano Martinez as a hot Dude, boy. I called him immediately. Yeah, no, and Henry, I gave you credit on that. You had him in your team as well. But, but to be, yeah, to be good. clear, catching up. Villa has a fantastic schedule ahead for the next like eight weeks. So if you're one of those people that wants to like make a transfer and then not think about it, just saying. Check your lineup. Adam says he's found a transfer target. And I didn't do any of it. <laughs> it's also All right, Tom, who's that, your uh, boy for week six? Uh, well, I'd like to double down on Tottenham. I mean, I said Harry Kane last week, and he came through in spades. I mean, boom. What did he get? 16 points? Amazing. And he's got three more great fixtures coming up. But if I do need to pick a new person, maybe for this week, take a look at Neil Mopé from Brighton. He's a striker. Uh, they've got a nice matchup against West Brom. 6.6 million pounds. Could be uh, could be someone to pick up. Don't you usually pick up someone for more than just like a one-week thing well the hot boys we've gone back and forth on this adam um, i mean you're calling the hot boy of the week one, well so then it's for one yeah, week but if you're saying worth a pickup it should be worth a pickup for time i think i think the hot boy would be if you have him start him nobody's picking up a brighton striker for one week <laughs> <laughs> no well he's got the game against west brom two weeks from now he's got burnley so that's a good matchup as well he could do you well for Five or six weeks Thank you. if you want. That, that's all I'm saying. Give me, yeah. give me that. My main point, though, is Tottenham. If you didn't buy Tottenham, you didn't listen, <laughs> and you will pay for that. Everyone in our league has Tottenham Does players. Does everyone have Kane? I, I do. don't think so. You have to Kevin Kane or you lose. And that's our league's I, policy. Henry, do you have Kane? <laughs> I bought Kane and Son this week. I uh, bought Kane this week. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Well done. I, I bought Kane uh, at his peak at 10.8. <laughs> And now he's going to tank. Oh, yeah. Big time. He's going to get injured. I can smell it. Everybody has Kane and Son in our league, I swear. I just have Kane, but here we are. You're going to suffer. I won't. I won't. You'll see. If you ain't Kevin and Kane, (laughs) I can't win in the game. Did we give you long enough to come up with a hot boy? I have got a hot boy. Um, (laughs) So if you've been paying attention. No. Man, no. (laughs) Man, City. Man City have played most of the season without a striker. Jesus. Um, 
both Jesus and Aguero have been injured, mm -hmm. but Aguero's recently just come back and scored on his debut in the Champions League. And so I think mm -hmm. they're a team that make a lot of chances. They're playing West Ham, who are a bit shambolic, um, letting three against Tottenham last week. I reckon he could finish a few chances. I don't have him because I bought Kane and Son. Did, did anyone see <laughs> like <laughs> Did anyone see like Sergio Aguero be super fucking creepy with the one woman oh, yeah. official? That was so weird. And like they didn't remark on it in the moment, but I was just like, this is weird, right? Like other people think this is weird. Like Yes, Adam is a casual football watcher. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the game, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that was that was uh, dodgy at best. Okay, it's pretty gross. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've heard people saying it's just like a South American thing, but touching I don't women, know. and also like people being like, "Well, sometimes they touch the men," but I guess it's like power dynamics, and it's not good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just. It's but weird. will he start next week? That's the question that Definitely. Henry wants to answer. One hundred percent, he'll start. So there you go. <laughs> if he doesn't, right, well... look like, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> No one listens to this part of the podcast anyway, so you're good. But Henry, we hear you have a, uh, a little soccer quiz for us. I do have a little quiz, yeah. I guess if it goes too long, edit it out. I'll just cut it. We definitely won't. Or we'll just release two episodes. <laughs> we are riding or dying this one out. All right. Um, do you want to play it like, do you want to buzz in or do you want to all... How is it going to work? I mean, how easy is it? We'll just, um, you know, scramble to shout over the top of each other. I think it'll perfect. work. All right. Okay. I'll be as loud as possible. I think we should have to say, um, like, goal or something stupid on three. Or, like, buzz. Yeah, maybe buzz. Maybe. Do you want to buzz it? Buzz. buzz. Okay. Hannah, what's the answer? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, this is a great soccer yeah. choice, let me tell you. <laughs> Question one. Over the previous five seasons... The Premier League saw an average of 2.74 goals per game. And then just for Pelham, I've added the range was 2.70 <laughs> to 2.82. What about the standard deviation? Didn't didn't look that up. <laughs> you mean per season? Per season? That's per season. Range. Yeah. So okay. like the lowest season was yeah. He's got it. 7 0. Um what is the current goals per game for this season? So the the previous one. The average of the previous five was 2.74. Buzz, 3.3. Buzz, higher, higher Buzz. 3.3. Pelham. 3.72. Buzz, 3.74. <laughs> I'm going to have to give it to price, price. Pelham because it was 3.6. Yeah. 3. So well, nearly woo. a goal per game more. Price is right. Hannah still gets <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, we're doing it... prices right. I would still win. Uh, no, you can't change the rule. <laughs> Um, yeah, so pretty weird one so far. People think it's going to regress to the mean. I like I like trivia questions. I Hannah, I, just... said, I think Hannah, you said the other week that um, so far they've been averaging one penalty per game, mm -hmm. which is obviously absurd. Yeah, it's crazy. Thanks, Var. Maybe that's the future of the sport. Just pens. I mean, I just like games where we I mean, just guess numbers. <laughs> oh, you might like the next one then. Hell it's yeah, numbers, but... four. <laughs> okay. Um, only one of the other top five European leagues has seen a similar increase in goals per game this season. Which one? Buzz. Serie A. Oh, he got it. Yeah! 
Yeah, it was the, the the Italian league's the only one, so it's not wow. just like a. I think the yeah the prem's pretty weird. It's not just like a a football thing. Who knows why? I think it's because they signed Zlatan. Skyrocket. <laughs> uh, that's my that's my take. I like it. Okay, yeah. next one. Which Premier League player recently broke the longest scoring dry spell of his career? Buzz. Theo Walcott. <laughs> it is not Theo Walcott. That, that was a header, wasn't it? Didn't the guy deflect that? Yeah, that was deflected goal. Yeah, that wasn't Walcott's goal. Adam no, Adam no. knows ball, and Pelham is a plastic fan. No, Walcott, Walcott's <laughs> goal was was not off a, someone's head. No, it, it was someone else's goal. It One of his own goal. team scored it. He just whipped in. He, I think he did a shot, but someone yeah. else scored it. I, I'm challenging that, but okay. <laughs> He got the assist, I think, but he didn't get the goal. Any other guesses on breaking uh, that longest? Was scoring? Timo Werner? It was not Timo Werner. He hadn't scored in a while, right? Um, I think he scored for Germany. Oh, Hannah, it's all on you. I, I have no guess. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> uh, the answer was Sergio Aguero. Sergio oh, Aguero. That's that's a much less fun name than Jizz Horncamp, I will say. <laughs> so Aguero hadn't scored for 231 days, which was the longest really? of his entire career. Um, what was his injury? I I think he was briefly injured, but maybe it was also the Rona? He yeah. got touched by a woman too hard. Yeah. And his injury, yeah. He wow. came back, grabbed that woman by the neck, and then was just filled with power. And scored a goal. Powers were restored. (laughs) Right. Who is the current oldest Premier League player? Ooh, ooh, Buzz. Yep. Petr Cech. Oh, Hannah, so clear. Oh. But but, but, But is he technically? Am I wrong? No, he's on like the prep. He's a non contract player. He's technically now in the squad. Yeah. Is he older than the person that you're asking about? Let me check. Oh, let me check. Hey, check, check, check mate. He's probably like forty-eight, though. He's an old man. He's he might not 30. be older. Oh, Buzz. Yep. Uh, Willie Caballero. Yeah, that was my answer. So we now have to check. Look, at Chelsea, we like him old they or bad. You. Those are the two types of goalkeepers. I think like. Willie is also thirty-eight. I, I don't oh, know who that is. Willie's no, I actually think he's thirty-nine. Ooh. Yeah. Nice pal. Point for pal. <laughs> I thought he was older. baldness of like a fifty-year-old man. I thought he was older, but Caballero. Okay, next one. Who? I had to word this quite carefully. Who has managed his current club in the Premier League for the longest period of time? Just because there's some managers who came up from the Championship. Oh, may have been I, I think we did this, wasn't it? Does um, is it Dean Smith? It is not Dean Smith. Mm. I know who fuck, I know who it is. I, I I don't. I think it's some. Uh, it's kind of a mid-bottom club. It's it's a man I, I don't know their name. who eats earthworms. Oh fuck! Who is the guy that you said was the most boring person on earth? Buzz oh. him. No, no. <laughs> you, said, you said how long has he managed him in the prem? Right? Yeah. So it wouldn't be Scott Parker. Oh. I I don't know. I don't it's know. Southampton manager. It is Sean Dyke of Burnley. Yeah. No, doesn't even register. I, I don't know how to feel about that. I don't know who that is. <laughs> no, 
What's his tenure? Like two and a half years? No, something like five or six. Burnley's been hanging around in the Prem that long? Yeah, wow. just stinking it up. I'd like to answer Sir Alex Ferguson. <laughs> nice. A good story about uh, Sean Dyke. <laughs> Sean Dyke apparently um, ate a worm during training once when he was a manager. And there was like a player from Europe who told this story. And then he was forced to deny it and claimed he claimed that he just pretended to eat the worm. Wait, this is literally a football, like an NFL story. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Adam, Adam actually uh, broke this story two years ago. <laughs> no, 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 no. Ed Orgeron, who's the LSU head coach. Also ate a worm. He, he uh, once held a live worm in his mouth to motivate players. <laughs> and he has told this story multiple times. How does that motivate players? It was just to fire up the team, he said. It was about two guys fishing. They were in Alaska, had to cut a hole to fish. One guy was catching fish and the other wasn't. He said, hey, man, I'm using the same bait. Why am I not catching this? The other guy said, I have a secret. I keep the worms in my mouth to keep them warm before I put them in. I do whatever it takes to feed my family. He then concluded the story by telling his team, whatever it takes to win, I'll do, sorry, whatever it takes to win, I'll do the same things. Then out came the worm. When asked on set what it was like to have a worm, he played it off by saying it was just a young man's attempt at, his, at inspiring his team. What? <laughs> that, that is, this is... This is also, if you don't know who Ed Orgeron is, I suggest you look him up, Henry. I will definitely look him up. Um, he's, so he LSU character. just won the national title for college football. He is the ultimate, like, Louisiana guy. He, like, that accent that I did, that is literally what his voice sounds like. <laughs> He just talked like this. He said, go Tigers. <laughs> that completely ruins my Sean Dyke. <laughs> I mean, I think that's just the British equivalent of it, that he lied once about about eating a worm. Why are these people eating worms? <laughs> no, they're not. Oh, they're pretending them in to, their mouth. to motivate them. <laughs> oh, Christ. All right. I've got two. No, three more. All, All right. right, let's do it. English teams can win six competitions that I am counting because there are so those competitions are the Premier League, the Champions League, the FA Cup, the League Cup, the Europa League, or the Community Shield. In the last five years, which competition has had the fewest unique winners? So like if one team had won Buzz the Shield. It is not the Shield. You know? Buzz Europa. It is not the Europa. Second buzz. <laughs> the teams don't have to be British, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, because, yeah. yeah. The Europa League has had four winners. It was Sevilla, Chelsea, Atletico, and Man United in the last five. I will say, well, I'll buzz. Second buzz. I, I would like a second buzz. Let me, get, let me get the Champions League. Champions League has had three. I was going to say the Premier League, yeah. but... Bayern, Liverpool, and Real were the champions. The FA, Cup, right? FA Cups had four Arsenal, Man City, Chelsea, and Man United. Premier League had Liverpool, City, Chelsea, and Leicester. Oh, I forgot about Leicester. Shit. The answer was the League Cup. I don't know which one that what is. <laughs> you know which two teams are the only two to win it in the past five years? People in the league. Or the. It's now called like the Carabao is Cup. That, is that like Taco? Or the EFL yes. Cup? Is that is that like Taco and Ruxpin, Pelham? Were those the two members of the league to win? They were in the league cup. Yes, yes. Go on, Henry. Uh, it's Man United and Man City. Wild. Hmm? Huh. Why do we compete for 
Trash cups. That's a tough one. Which English team recently won 10 consecutive away matches for the first time in their history? Buzz. Oh, fuck. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, no, no. Buzz. <laughs> you got to say something. Aston Villa. It was not Aston Villa. Buzz, Liverpool. It was not Liverpool. No way, dude. Buzz. No way, he says, as if he knows. Everton. It was not Everton. It was. For bad few games. Manchester United. Whole City. Okay, yeah, good good question. Really? According to Opta Joe on Twitter. challenge. <laughs> <laughs> so they won at Paris, right? And I think they've won nine previous away games. Wow. Didn't they have some, like... This is across all competitions? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what he's saying. In her- wow. It, like, know, did they... Did they have like some nobody player on defense, like seriously, like yeah. stymieing like Mbappe and whatever the other guy's name is? Neymar? Twanzebe? Twanzebe? Yeah. Uh, Twanzebe? Do you he mean the on... holder of the world of the Guinness World Record for fastest hungry, hungry hippos? <laughs> <laughs> what? What a legend. Apparently, it's the <laughs> fastest winning of time of hungry, hungry hippos. What? <laughs> what? What a god. <laughs> What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I say pair him with Aaron Juan Bissaka for the rest of the season. They were both amazing in that game. Yeah, one when game. He, call it. When has he had time I mean, to do that? Good. He's just not been playing football. He's been playing hungry hippos. Well, you play football with your feet, yeah. and you can play hungry right. hippos with your hands. Wow, that is yeah, yeah. incredible analysis. Checks out. Thank you. Adam. <laughs> with that in, or do you have one more? I've got one more. All right. Uh, in English football, the player who wears the number six shirt should traditionally play which position? So, like, one is goalkeeper. Buzz, holding midfielder. You've fallen into my trap. <laughs> <laughs> Buzz, left midfielder. It's not left midfielder. Hedging my bets. Hot. Adam's got it. I can see it in his eyes. He's no. Googling. He's Googling right now. <laughs> you can see it. <laughs> Hands are up. Right midfielder. Oh. No. <laughs> it's central midfield. It's, uh, it's left center back. Excuse me? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I have questions. This this is questionable. It's a quote of English game. Not left center back. Ah. What? What? <laughs> Well, he'd either be the left of a two or the left of a three. Shit, he's right. Four would be the holding midfielder. Damn it. Four is the holding midfielder, yeah. Damn I think... It. Yes. I basically I get very angry when people aren't wearing the right shirt number. So I thought... I'd... I understand. <laughs> Fair. Well, yeah, that is... That's the whole quiz. To our this evening. All right. Who yeah. won? Uh, I did. I think I yep. got Adam two. got it. Yep. Adam got it on straight sets. Yep. Uh, thank you. Adam? Very much. Uh, I appreciate it. Henry, more than anything else, we, we appreciate your time this evening. Thank you. Thank, yeah, you, thank I, you for joining us. I feel blessed to have been involved. Go get a COVID test and go to bed. <laughs> I think I will. <laughs> All right. Uh, a reminder to everyone else, if you'd like to be a guest on this podcast, let us know. We can have you on. It's uh, not too bad, even if there is a uh, significant time hour difference. Time hour? Um 
Or leave us a voicemail. If you need the link for that, just let us know, and we, we can have you on the show to talk about fantasy or not fantasy, whatever you want. All right, we're going to be signing off. So thank you, guys. We'll Thanks, see you guys. next time. All right. just realized Ooh. peter smith is your dad yeah. <laughs> i didn't realize i was arguing with your dad about frank lampard <laughs>